What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the Lacrosse Bucket podcast. Coming at y'all again here from we're outside a little bit here, so gonna hear some background noise. Um, transfer portal is what want to hit on today. So Jacksonville wrote this the other day. I think it was Monday when I put this out there on Jacksonville the offense what that's going to look like in 2023, how good it could be after, you know, having a a, a really good offense there in 22, one of the most productive in the country. So, I mean, let's get right into it here. And, you know, to kind of set the stage, remember Jacksonville is heading to the Atlantic Sun Conference. And so the A-Sun next year, and lacrosse is going to look very different. I was going to say it was going to look like a mixture of the SOCON and some other conferences. Uh, and th- that is to an extent. Air Force, Bellarmine, Jacksonville, Mercer, all former uh, SOCON members. Cleveland State, Detroit Mercy, Robert Morris, Utah. Other teams in there, you have Lindenwood and Queens who are moving up to Division One from Division Two. So an interesting dynamic, especially with those two programs. We'll see how they make the move. Uh, Lindenwood obviously having a lot of success in the Division Two realm. I'm not as familiar uh, with Queens and what they have uh, done at the Division Two level. I still need to dive into that a little bit more. Um, certainly, I'm aware of the program. I know they've had some success. Uh, I know they've got a good coaching staff there uh, in Charlotte, uh, Queens University of Charlotte. So, set the stage there. Jacksonville, obviously, coming into this new conference, I think it, I mean it, it, it's going to be Jacksonville, Utah, Robert Morris are, are, are going to be those top three teams. I think Air Force, you could argue, is like that fourth team. Um, in, in terms of coming into this season, you know, is the championship going to remain a, just a semifinals and a uh, title game? We'll see if there is any um, any chance they expand the tournament. Uh, this past season, it was just like normal. You know, you do have, was it 10 teams in here now? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, 10 teams in here now. So, you know, creates some, some, some different situations there. Um, it, it's not, you know, geographically, uh, there's no team that is in the same state as another team. <laughs> um, you know, Cleveland State and Robert Morris aren't that far apart there with, with RMU being in Western PA and uh, Cleveland State obviously being in Cleveland. Uh, they're pretty close together. But um, – and, and then you have Detroit. But I mean, that's the – like, those three – are only the ones that are like in the same area. Uh, Air Force obviously is is out there with Utah, but still, you a state away from each other. You know, Bellarmine, the only team here in Kentucky. Jacksonville, only team in Florida. Mosa, only team in Georgia. Uh, Queens is in Charlotte. Lindenwood is in is in Missouri, um, or Missouri, as some folks say it. Um, it you know, it, it's going to be an, an interesting league geographically, and it's also going to be an interesting league uh, competitively. 
uh, in terms of the amount of different programs you have and, and what the stage each of these programs are at um, in terms of their development. Some very established, some still getting going. Uh, but I, I think right out of the gate, Jacksonville should be expected to be uh, the best team in the ASUN here in 2023. And, you know, I say that in part because of what this offense is going to be. So they had, they were ranked second in scoring offense with 16 goals per game. They were second in team shooting percentage, 38.1%. And they were second in offensive, offensive efficiency, 359 You can round that up 36 if you would like. This is a very efficient offense in 2022. It just is. And there was a ton of talent there. And obviously, Max Waldbaum, you know, most notably, leading the way as a grad transfer from Tufts. He's back in 2023. Uh, Waldbaum is. Jacob Greiner was a redshirt, uh, redshirt sophomore excuse me, at the attack spot as well. Uh, their primary goal scorer, 51 goals, 18 assists. Uh, he's back, obviously. And then Jackson Intieri, what, uh, Intieri was a freshman, 31 goals, 30 assists. Very good, very effective attack play here. What's going to be missed next season for Jacksonville is the midfield. And that's where you had Jack Dolan and Tyler uh, Corporal, uh both grad students. So both guys will be missed here in uh, 2023 uh, from that midfield. However, um, and, and Jeremy Winston will be gone as well. Uh, you have Ethan Lamond, who you would expect, you know, after being a, uh, you know, kind of reserve guy, maybe they move him to mid. He's listed as an attackman, but played reserve midfield. Where do they put him? Um, Brendan McKenna, uh, 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 listed as an attackman. Where does he play? Uh, Marshall McGuire was a uh, redshirt freshman uh, who played 16 games at the midfield. Uh, there as a reserve guy as well. So that second line midfield, uh, how many of those guys step into the fray in that first line will be a question there. But they do get Brandon Galloway uh, out of UMBC, where he is the second um, offensive grad transfer Jacksonville has gotten. Um, and we'll talk about that attack unit here in a second. Uh, Galloway. You know, another threat there to the midfield for Jacksonville that they can help, uh, you know, replace those losses in 2023. Uh, he only played one game this past season for UMBC um, before leaving the program. He was second team All-America East in 2021, 24 goals, three assists, a big-time goal scorer uh, there from the midfield. He can step in and be an impact player from day one here at Jacksonville uh, when you look at what he did. At UMBC, um, you know, obviously not playing a ton over the past year, assuming he will be able to step right back into things and pick up where he left off. Now, the uh, said Galway is the second grad transferred. Many of y'all uh, probably already know Dylan Watson. Uh, we've talked about this on here before, but Watson, the uh, Big East Attackman of the Year, uh, grad transferring from Georgetown to Jacksonville for 2023. Now, that gives you Waldbaum, Griner, Entrieri, Watson. You have four 
attackmen, four all-conference caliber uh, attackmen. Waldbaum, Watson, I would say are two guys that are borderline first-team All-Americans and the production they can put up. Uh, Griner and Entrieri, I'm very intrigued to see how they improve uh, this season uh, with the Dolphins. And where those guys play? Um, you know, do they move Entrieri to the midfield? Uh, do they move Griner to the midfield? Do they move Waldbaum to the midfield? With his big body, he can do a lot of things from up top as well. It's going to be interesting. Dylan Watson is a solid inside finisher. Do you run Watson out of the box and put him on the crease? That's an interesting uh, dynamic as well. You have a lot of attack men who can play in this offense, and this is an offense, and we've talked a lot about college class being come, becoming more positionless offensively. I think we're gonna, you know, we, we see that a bit with every team. I think nowadays, at first, you started just to kind of see it with, you know, you know, maybe Maryland and and some of those teams, uh, and certainly in Albany and Brown, where you had guys going really fast. Um, there in, in 2016, 14 to 16 kind of area, uh, or, or time frame, I should say. Um, but but you're really seeing this kind of settled, positionless offense, and most notably. You saw Maryland play it this past season. All of those guys, I feel like you could have put anywhere on the field and they would have been successful. Now, that speaks to the talent of that team as well. Uh, Jacksonville, you know, as good as they are, as good as they're going to be, they're not Maryland. Um, they're just not, you know. And But still, it's a talented unit. It's, it's a productive unit. And it's a unit that's going to be productive here in 2023. Will they play those guys? is going to be very intriguing. Um, and like I I mentioned, the production that this offense had, second in terms of goals per game, second in terms of team shooting percentage, second in terms of offensive efficiency. And while those numbers were great, um, and I, I do think like – with, just like anything, with, with when you get guys coming in, just like when you get freshmen, just like when you get uh, tr- transfers, it's going to take time to kind of mesh things together. But I think when when it all comes together, when, when everything's said and done, this offense could be better than they were in 2022. And, you know, as I said, this was a pretty dang good offense in 2022 um, by, you know, uh, really a, you know, uh, by a you know, landslide in the, in, in the conference, especially, I think you're entering a conference here where in the A-Sun where, you know, outside of RMU and Utah, I don't think the offensive play was really that great from many of these uh, A-Sun teams last year. We'll see how things shape up this season, but uh, Jacksonville, in terms of offensively, it, you know they, they take the cake, and, and they're going to be uh, tough to beat. Um, you know they're going to be tough for anyone to beat. Don't care who you are, don't care what defense you have. Uh, that, that that is a phenomenal unit there offensively with a ton of talent, and just simply put, they're going to be tough to beat. Um, moving to North Carolina here where JT Roselli, the LSM out of Marist, 
the MAC LSM of the year, will be transferring to Carolina as a grad transfer in 2023, a four-year impact player with the Red Foxes. Uh, Rose started at close as a freshman and sophomore, moved exclusively to LSM uh, in 2020, played there in 21, uh, as, played there in 2021, excuse me, exclusively at LSM. Uh, ends his career, 60 cross turnovers, 136 ground balls. Also, you know, scored eight goals and dished out five assists throughout his career. This past spring was his most impressive campaign. Um, also his first complete campaign since his freshman year, unfortunately. Um, 30, you know, team high, 30 cross turnovers. Grabbed 47 ground balls uh, and, and tallied nine points off of six goals and three assists, was named the 2022 MAC LSM of the year. As I already mentioned, uh, was also a first-team All-MAC selection. Uh, leaves uh, uh, Ponsacepi, top the record books, leader in single season and career cause turnovers, uh, a, a cause turnover machine there. Roselli was uh, for uh, uh, Coach Wilkinson and the Red Foxes. He now heads to Chapel Hill, where this is a defense that um, I, I think I, th- I think they need some help. I I think they need some help. Um, twelve point eight eight goals per uh, allowed twelve point eight goals per game last season. This was a defense that uh, not only was youthful and inexperienced, but also uh, dealt with multiple injuries uh, and lineup changes throughout the season. Senior Matt Wright, uh, sophomore Paul Barton, and junior Blake Gable are the Tar Heels' top three returning polls. I think those guys are pretty consistent. They have talent. Uh, we know what they can do. We've seen we've seen it from those guys. I'm confident those guys can step up uh, and, and, and make an improvement here in 2023. Maxwell Cooney and Colin uh, Loghead, uh, two guys who uh, – saw action as uh, starters at close for Carolina in 22 uh, that will also be coming uh, back as juniors uh, here in 2023. So a a, a bit of a younger defensive core that we saw from Carolina last season. Obviously, uh, you you know, you missed, you know, a, a lot of talent from a year prior uh in terms of what was in front of the cage i you know i don't know if you know certainly colin Krieg had his struggles last season um and you know you do see from time to time teams with uh players with a sophomore slump i don't know if i want to lump it up to that i just don't think carolina was very good defensively at all, and a lot of times that's going to come back on the goalie. Now, sometimes you can say it's the goalie. Sometimes you you can say it's not the goalie. It's the guys in front of him. Uh, We're going to have to see that this season. Um, You know, obviously when you lose a guy like Will Bowen, that's always going to be, uh, you you know, an impact loss and that negative. And certainly that you saw that last season from Carolina. We'll see if JT Roselli can come in here and, and continue to produce like he did at Marist um, in, in a in a conference that is very defensive heavy. Um, 
So, and he was a very good player, obviously, 2022 MAC, LSM of the year. Um, he can play it close or at LSM. Um, I, I assume, uh, Brushy, they're going to put him at LSM uh, there in 2023. Uh, let's see how he can produce uh, for the Tar Heels. They need some help on the on the back end, and looks like they're getting it here in JT Roselli. Uh, we'll see how he can help improve uh, a defense that really was uh, just not 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 very effective last season uh, in many many regards in twenty twenty two. Hi, folks! Another quick show today. That is all. As always, y'all can connect with us on social media at Lacrosse Bucket on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. LacrosseBucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season.